1: Believe in yourself, believe in your body. Rock, 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 it's the self-esteem party. Everyone welcome. To the Self Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana johnson And with me as always, sitting on the other side of the desk is producer slash husband slash roommate, Norm said Norm, how you doing on the other side of the desk?
2: I'm very thrown off about the other side of the desk. <laughs> I
1: knew you were when you walked in, you went, Oh, you were sitting on this side.
2: <laughs> well, you also have the headphones in and I usually know. that's me. And, um,
1: I'm trying to take control of my life.
2: No, I, here's the thing. Uh, it, it, uh, is a big change for me, but I'm accepting of it. And, um, uh... This is where you need to be right now.
1: Well, here's the thing. This is why I'm taking control of my life. Okay. Because now I'm editing the podcast. I've done one episode, two yeah, failed that's attempts, right. two failed attempts on two other episodes, and I, made, I successfully pulled off one episode. Right. Um, that had very little editing involved.
2: Yeah, it was a Patreon episode.
1: Yeah, and I just had to put one thing at the top. And one thing at the bottom, and it took me about three hours. Correct. Without listening through, like it's not even like I'm listening. No, this you didn't is even just double check. I yeah, didn't you double
2: just check. was like, this is, has to be good. This is my first time, and it has to be perfect. So.
1: And it was, right. in my opinion, based on the first minute I listened to. <laughs>
2: well those are the problem areas right it's all just the track is the track you know it's the
1: can i get a break
2: top and the tail is where things can go wrong
1: norm scale a one to ten in terms of your self-esteem how you feel
2: oh i'm not feeling great
1: no physically today you're not doing well
2: no i'm not doing very well i woke up with something and uh and also i've just had a regular bad attitude pretty uh (laughs) pretty consistently the last few days
1: yeah you've had a bit of a bad boy attitude
2: yeah, I'm just, I'm in one of those moods where, like, everyone is making me mental.
1: Oh, my God, including me on the other side of the desk? <laughs> <laughs> Starting with me?
2: Again, it threw me off. Um, yeah, so I'm having a very, like, uh, I've been having a very frustrating, like, time in You
1: know, the problem with... um your correspondence for work and whatever else Mm -hmm. is it keeps you on your phone so much so I feel like you're not able to walk away without your phone going bing it's it's annoying yeah so it's like I feel like that's really it's you know fun to be on our phones but when you have to be then it feels like a prison and it feels terrible
2: yeah and it's very odd when you're working with a lot of different people it's like some people check out at five or six some people wake up at You know, 6 a.m. and they're like sending emails. and Hello, I do. So, you know, uh, basically, if you're in my position, you know, you kind of have to like answer your phone and respond to things 24 hours based on everyone else's schedule. You
1: also have to talk to everybody differently. Because yeah, each annoying. person, some like jokes, some don't like jokes, some like brief emails, some like explanations. So it's like, yeah. how do you keep track of everything? I'm pretty
2: consistent in just thinking everything, saying everything as a joke.
1: <laughs> Honestly, you have to, because yeah. that way, if it goes awry, you can be like, I was joking.
2: Yeah. Super yeah. easy. Yeah. And there's a lot of stiff shirts. Uh, uh hello
1: it's called using the, the scotch guard no
2: no starch uh, yeah whatever Starge. that is start yeah sure
1: Sp- give it a spray guys
2: yeah 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 a couple of stiff collars Um
1: <laughs> like when you order a shirt and the paper's still in the collar they're that, leaving it in
2: that's right uh, oh there's a bunch of pins in this um, <laughs>
1: Ooh, yum
2: <laughs> i did buy a bunch of records the other day that was good
1: you spent three hundred dollars on records uh-huh. for one night of entertainment you were like people are coming over better go get more than four records and then you came back having spent 300 and you're like we're gonna need these was <laughs> like okay
2: yeah it turns we out used a lot we we don't need uh kenny loggins alive Uh, concert album
1: norm that's where you're wrong i promise you we do you got a couple pranks you bought the johnstons one because of my name
2: yeah yeah i bought an album called the johnstons and uh what are they they're like a a family
1: it's just audio from my family no it's talking about how we feel what was like growing up that's
2: right it's who's the funny one atlanta Johnston family uh, 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 just a spoken word uh, history.
1: Okay, Norm, in my family, if you had to compare us to the Kardashians, who's who? What? Yeah, yeah, if you have to compare my family to the Kardashians, who's who? Well, Norm! <laughs> oh my God, why? Because you don't want to say well, I'm a Kim? Well,
2: you would be Kim. Yeah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. That's all I needed to hear.
2: <laughs> so you were, you were at a, a, a four or five, and now you're an eight because you're Kim Kardashian. And I'm not a 52. too. hell.
1: Hello, but I wouldn't give her those curves.
2: Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, I'm just irritable.
1: Well, here's the thing. When you start a morning like that, it makes you dread the rest of the day. And you can't, like, sometimes you wake up in it. Like, if you wake up to an email, that's out of your control. It's not even like, oh, you can dictate the day. It's like, no, I woke up to chaos, well, and now I have to work my way back up to a regular mood.
2: Well, yesterday, I walked to the, into the office, and somebody was in my desk. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> These guys... <laughs> this is the drama of a lifetime norm spent norm got hired full-time at vox spent months, months trying to get a desk they yeah. were like yeah we're on it we're on it because i've been
2: there freelance for yeah. years and years and never had a desk
1: but you didn't need like you're freelance yeah
2: i'd be like okay cool exactly no
1: exactly but it's like it, you went through HR. It's not even like you did it the improper forever, yeah. It Took forever. They finally They made you me wine?
2: scout my own desk. That's right. You do, put a
1: mug on it. You had your name on it. There's a phone there.
2: Yeah, I had the Brooks Whelan mugshot mug, and oh, I yeah. put a couple of like you know a couple of a couple of things that are mine. You know, phone charger in the desk, etc.
1: Our wedding marriage certificate.
2: Yeah, framed. I framed that, <laughs> and then um, a, a, a full grown life size mannequin of you in the chair.
1: Oh my God, Norm, sexy. Uh, how do we get those on my merch store
2: and then yeah i showed up the other day and i was like somebody else is there and the name was different and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> oh my
1: god what it like honestly oh it's like it's not even about the desk you're just going i exist can anyone acknowledge that i exist except when you need something from me
2: no it's it's uh, that's
1: frustrating i was no, living when you told me i fucking exploded
2: i just I'm starting to come to the realization that I really hate, like, big companies. (laughs) You know, but uh, everybody does. Oh, my God. It's like, it's all just such a fucking clusterfuck, and everyone needs to be so on their toes and eggshells Mm -hmm. and worry about everyone's fucking feelings. It's like, Jesus Christ, can we just, like... yeah. Fucking be casual about something or write something down on a piece of paper like it, but it's I don't hard get
1: it. it's hard because you do have a lot of co-workers you like so that's not what it is it's it's a system that no one can change no yeah no one can change it.
2: it's it's not uh, even the
1: higher-ups of your show
2: yeah i like everyone i work with it's not i even like my boss and all that stuff and it's like i just think the way a big big company works any company it, there's just too many cooks. There's too many people that need to get involved. And
1: you know what else? There's resistance to change. So yeah. it's like, there'll be a better way to do something presented to them. And they're like, we've well, always done it this way. And it's like, pe- people could be like the companies I've worked at that were bigger companies. I'm like, there is a 10 time more efficient way to do this yeah. and they don't want to hear it. Cause it's like, well, we already have this system. Well,
2: you know, the same is true in Canada too. It's like, mm-hmm. it's when your network, internal network productions, uh, are, you know, they have their things that they do well. Like most, you know, TV networks do their own mm-hmm. news. They don't outsource this or outsource it to a production company, for example, but, uh, usually a production company, which is also a pretty big big team sometimes yeah there just isn't all of these like corporate loopholes I think oh it depends on how big the production company is of course but like anyway this like all of these different emails and people and it's like it's just uh, my brain is scrambled and I'm like this needs has to be easier well, it doesn't help that <laughs> I
1: keep emailing you asking what room you're in
2: that's right you do write that in the subject line
1: <laughs> what room are you in and then in the body it says tell me
2: <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah i am i am not feeling great it's uh i I'm mean I'm, I'm in the mindset where i just like i was watching this uh hbo documentary it wasn't very good about the the uh anarchists or okay. whatever and they all just go to acapulco and then uh live this like free government kind of anarchist life it goes terribly wrong but um <laughs> whenever i get into like these like can like annoying like big situations mm-hmm. or You know, confusing email threads with 40 people on them that everyone's Mm -hmm. chiming in. I'm just like, can I just go live in the woods? (laughs) You know (laughs) know know?
1: what I hate when that happens to you as well? Uh There's nothing I can do to help. Because if it was like, like when you're writing a sketch or if you need a pitch or whatever, it's like, I can help with that. I can, you know what I mean? We can make it lighter. We can crack the case, whatever. But it's like the emails and this and that, it's really no, frustrating it's... to watch you suffer. And I'm like, there is nothing I can do to help you. Even like the times I'll suggest, like, I'll go for a walk or a hike to kind of like blow off some steam. You're like, I can't because I have to respond to emails and you'll lose Constantly, reception yeah. and you can't disappear for more than, I don't know, 15 minutes at a time.
2: Yeah, no, it's just, it's just too many, um, too many people are afraid of things in mm-hmm. general mm-hmm. whether it's you know having a crew of 10 people with a camera near them uh and uh and people are just like very concerned about their feelings and other mm-hmm. people's feelings and uh, but at the same time it's no one seems to <laughs> no one seems to care that that, that they just Like, I don't need a place to sit, (laughs) you know, at the same time. Where I'm like, oh my God, what's happening here? I want you to know. But.
1: I care about your feelings.
2: Well, this is the craziest part when you think about it. Is I just walked into this podcast and you took my desk? <laughs> oh
1: my god! Okay, guys, let's clarify. First of all, this whole desk is my desk. I only took a different side because I'm trying to relieve you of yeah, having yeah. to run the recorder. No, what, what I am trying to make your life easier.
2: What? What? Actually, it's just not going. Well. Just to summarize the whole thing, what we're talking about. I know it's been boring as hell, but no, it's not. I love this. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, i'm all i'm mad at myself for trying to like get to 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 like conform to it
1: well you used to be the lone wolf
2: yeah i should just go back to i don't actually care about the fucking desk i don't even want a fucking desk you know what i mean the
1: (laughs) the desk is just proves that you're a part of this big business whereas like when you would just roll in and roll out and i think you can be full-time and still do that like i said you're a bit of a ghost
2: yeah, the, the, the people, whenever I walk in the building, think that they've seen a ghost. Yeah, so
1: it's <laughs> like, I think you just need to get back to your bad boy attitude.
2: Yeah, that it's what needs to happen, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, what's going to be two things you do to become a bad boy again? And then we'll get to it.
2: Oh, dear. Um... You know, I don't know. I, I I used to love cursing in front of people of power. Like, mm-hmm. you know, our, whenever the boss is around, I'd be like, "Oh, fuck that!" <laughs> and it would be like, "Oh, Norm said this. Norm doesn't Norm doesn't care what happens to him." <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: No, that's true. Yeah, your true. old writing partner, or like the writing partner from one of your jobs, used to say, "It's almost as if Norm's trying to get fired every day."
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: which is so funny. Um, okay, so one of them is swearing. I love that. <sighs> <laughs> what else?
2: Um, and then
1: I've got a suggestion. I've got two as well.
2: No, I just need to have a. Uh, there's. It's. I just need to reassure myself constantly that it's going to be fine. And it's going to get figured out.
1: Okay. Want to know mine? Yeah. Let's hear sunglasses it. indoors and a flashy vest.
2: I. We did mention uh, wearing sunglasses indoors at the con panel.
1: It's so probably. rude. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. so rude. But I'm going to start. But doing it's it. cool. I think it you really should. Cool. And then, what do you think about the vest?
2: Oh, I don't want to wear a vest. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and
1: let's get to the episode on that note. Yeah, who's the guest? Oh, my God. Who's the guest? Hello, Norm. What? One of my besties.
2: Oh, okay. She just
1: popped by yesterday. We have a quick turnaround on this episode. Cool. This was, she is one of the very few returning guests. She might... Be only the second returning guest on the main feed. She has done the Patreon just a couple months ago.
2: She was um, she was at the event in which I purchased all of the records for, and she did not mention a single song. <laughs>
1: we'll have to bring her back on to yeah. ask if she was listening to the records. Any of the records, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm very excited. Everybody, mm-hmm. please help me welcome Allison Rich right after this break. It's a self-esteem It's a self-esteem Allison, we just got started and I'm already laughing. How are you? (laughs) I am good. We're hitting the ground running. Welcome back. I believe you are either only the second, potentially, or third guest to come back on the main feed. Oh my
0: god. We're honored. We are
1: honored. The people begged, I said, not for another two and a half to three years. (laughs) And here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Allison, how are you feeling today? Scale of 1 to 10. And let's let's keep in mind, guys, we're not going to dish on the deets, but we already had a pretty good heart to heart, yes. which, spoiler alert, boosted my mood.
0: Oh, yes. No, <laughs> to, me too. Because even if like you're talking about sensitive things, just to get it out of your system. That's how I feel. So helpful. Yeah. And so I actually, I'm coming in at a 7.
1: Oh, that's great. Which
0: is nice, because can we be real and tell them that we actually did already record a... <sighs> an episode and then it got a little botched.
1: It got, there. well, there was two botches. There was an audio botch and then there was a second botch of me introing it (laughs) as the Patreon, which we just did, well, we did it in May, but whatever, we did a Patreon. And I was like, I can fix it in the edit. Well, guys, as you know, I've been just learning to edit the podcast now (laughs) and turns out Alana Johnson can't fix a damn thing. (laughs) So we're back, we've got you. But honestly, it's a better.
0: Totally, because that one I was like out of six and even that, I'm one of these people that's like, I don't feel good, but I'm going to call it a six, even though it was definitely... I like the idea of saying it was a four, even though that's honestly probably what it was. Yeah, was too sad to me. But so it's better to catch me today on a seven.
1: You know what else I'm gonna say too? That one was over Zoom, mm-hmm. and there you and I are very in-person friends. Yeah, we just yes. we have we run high energy, we feed off of that, and the Zoom works in in some ways, especially in an old catch-up with a pal where you're just like. Oh, any kind of chat, whatever, but because you and I are so used to seeing each other in person, I think there was, like, a disconnect, like, even today, like, having a gab sesh, just because you came in, we're having a gab sesh, like we always do, Yes. and I, again, I just feed off of you. Yes,
0: yes, (laughs) no, same, 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 but no, yeah, things are, things are good, because um, I feel like, and honestly, you know, based on the last time, that would have been a couple weeks ago, I was like getting frustrated and I can look back at a couple things I was frustrated at a couple weeks ago and they've resolved and so I just always I'm such a catastrophic person that's like yeah. if one thing's going wrong I'm like it's this forever yeah. <laughs> and those things have like for one I was like a career like I don't have a job whatever yeah. I just got this little gig that I didn't even tell you about oh my god
1: excuse you yes
0: and so that it's not like a long term forever yeah I love to keep
1: secrets, <laughs> secrets. Um, no
0: between the two of us you're the secret keeper
1: I am the secret keeper and the beekeeper guys <laughs> new hobby.
0: It out. <laughs> I wish I could keep a secret. I mean, I'm good at keeping other people's secrets. Yeah. But my own secret, I am the type of person that like literally tell like the Trader Joe's cashier like what's going on with me. So, you know, um, oh, but you yes, I'm just so like anything that's in the brain, I got to get it out to the world. Yeah. Um, and it's not that people are super interested, but.
1: But it's so um, endearing. But anyways, go on.
0: Well, so I got this little um, like as of the new year, I, I got commercial directing representation. Okay. Um, And they like had, these people had put me up for a job, I don't know, in March, I didn't get it. Then they were trying to put me up for another job in the summer, but I was away. Mm -hmm. And then, then recently, they had someone directing this project and then that person dropped out and they were like, can you do it? And I was like, yes. You
1: think I won't be somebody's backup? Oh, absolutely. You think I won't be a sloppy second,
0: a B plan? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And so it's a gig where I have to like, it's, it's a, um, it's a web series for a tech company, which is like so um, silly. So interesting. But okay. like, um, but yeah, I have to like write these four little episodes and then direct them. And it's just like very hard to get your first directing gigs. And so Let it's great. Let alone s- a series. Yes. And so like, it's just gonna tide me over for the next couple months and make me be like, okay, we're it's okay. It's something
1: to do. Yes. It's, I don't know why I got both thumbs going here, <laughs> but it's something to do and it's going to create a schedule and you and I no. thrive on schedules. Yes. <laughs> we yes. live yes. for this. Yes,
0: and for a lot of the pandemic, I was like, I mean, one of my darker points is about a year ago, and I would call you at like seven in the morning, being like, Oh yeah, because you know I'm up. Oh, she, you are up. You are up. <laughs> and I would just be like, I'm, I'm just, I'm done. Like, there's no
1: more career for me. Yeah. Some days you would call me, and you'd had already been on a hike and got your coffee, and I was yes. like, Are you okay? Yes. I was like, like, Well, I woke up with dread at six a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was
0: like, I'd be like, I've been out to the beach and I've cried into the ocean. (laughs) And and, then I drank some and then I left. Yes. (laughs) So, like, that's good. And then, um, like, relationship stuff's good. And, like, you know, so it's just, yeah, I have to remind myself that, like, most things that you're struggling with are temporary. Mm -hmm. So just, like, you know, don't – I just make things so much worse for myself by being like, it's forever like this. It's –
1: when you are left alone with your thoughts, that, it's bad. <laughs> it's not, you are definitely, it's, <laughs> bec- you're so smart, okay, but you're too smart so that you can think of a thousand outcomes when maybe the rest of us can think of three, you know what I mean? So yes. it's like, and because you're thinking all those things, you know what you're like? Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind. Okay, you know how the math problems come yes. out like Sherlock Holmes. How it comes, it comes out with the yes. math problems, and you can and I'm see like it. the FBI
0: is coming for me. <laughs> yeah. They've taken my comedy career. In your
1: defense, I called them. <laughs> you were right about that one, Allison. <laughs> Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm right. Um, but but yeah. yeah, so it's kind of like I I feel like for you, it also works really well when you socialize. Oh, because 100%. then you're not thinking you know when you socialize with friends you talk about career okay what have you been working on oh this isn't this and, this and then you finally get into the yes. real conversation yes. about life and funny stories yes. and whatever yes. and like we we both went to a party on Saturday friend's mm-hmm. birthday party and um which was really fun but it was like y- y- I don't know what you were thinking at the time but you didn't have a care in the world according no. to your, the look on your face oh my you know, god I you were just,
0: having a blast I just wish I like <laughs> I don't know, could wake up in a crowd of humans.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like Allison, I think that's actually a situation you might not want to be <laughs> I just want to, like,
0: wake up and be like, oh, my God, so many people, what's happening? Is this a party? Like, I just, yeah, and that has been, like, I really have to take all my thoughts at the grain of salt during the pandemic because yeah. things are, like, better than they've been, but I still spend a lot of days, like, alone in my apartment being like, let's pick at this anxiety. Yeah, I mean, is- it's,
1: I... Norm is, well, no, now he's kind of out more, but Norm is home, but we have the separate offices and he really (laughs) exercises closing that door. I can tell you (laughs) that much. You'll notice it's closed right now, but but when he is like gone or tucked away or whatever and it's just me, so I'm alone for the day with like the dog. I'm like, I I feel like a housewife in the 1950s with no kids where I'm like, I'm losing my mind. Yes. Like, I don't know. Literally, my therapist was once like, I told her I was like so bored. And she goes, What do you do? And I went, I sat on the couch for half an hour today and actually just thought of things I could do. Yeah. And didn't do, yes. couldn't come up with anything. Yes. I was like, Well, maybe I'll read. Well, maybe I'll this. Well, maybe all that. I just couldn't come up with anything,
0: anything. I know. I've been like very uncreative as well lately because. Oh, sure. <laughs> like, there's just nothing. My therapist was like, I mean, you're seeing and doing the same shit every day. Like, how could you... Sometimes I do feel like I'm in a pinball machine with no little things to bounce off. I'm just, like, a ball at the bottom of the machine being, like, trying to write a script. You're just a ball in a glass machine. I'm a ball in a glass (laughs) machine that wants to wake up in a crowd,
1: you know, that... In an arcade, passed out. This is
0: all I want. This is all I want. (laughs) But, no, things are, you know, all things considered.
1: Isn't it nice to have something to look forward to? Yes. Like, even if it's... The social thing. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, we knew we were gonna see each other twice in the same day.
0: What a treat. We've been seeing a lot of We've each other, which is so a good. A lot
1: of each other, which has been so. I want to nice mess this podcast finishing. up so we can we have to see each other again. Okay, it's coming out tomorrow, but that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, really gonna stress me out. But okay, if you insist. I messed up the last one, so I'm you have to sabotage a free pass. this. Um yeah, at the end you clock it at a negative seven. I'm too embarrassed, I can't release it. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. Let's get there. But yeah, I would say. Wait, I just lost my train of thought from that dance. Of just the like being
0: alone. a lot, The being alone and
1: wandering around. And now you have a gig. So it's something to look forward to. That's what it is. I saw you twice on Saturday. That's what it is. And I was so excited for both the events that I was going to. That it was like I woke up in the best mood at 6 a.m., had to clean the house, do all this stuff, do a podcast, whatever. Which normally would really like weigh me down or stress me out. Or I'd be like, oh my God. And it was like couldn't have been more excited to get everything done yes. so I could go see everybody and yeah. be excited. And I'd come off a kind of a lower week or whatever. Yeah. And I just, I was like, thank God I had plans. Yeah. I just cause otherwise I would have just wallowed all weekend. Like yes. thank God I had plans. Yes. Yes. You know yeah. what I
0: mean, I listened to this podcast. Um, It's called all in the mind and they, it's like about different psychology things and they did an episode on extroverts and introverts. And they mm. said that, when an introvert is forced to act like an extrovert, they actually come out the other side being like, I'm glad I did that, like, if they have to go to a party mm, or whatever. They're like, yeah. that wasn't as bad as I thought." that's okay. But when an extrovert is forced to be like an introvert, like, be quiet and alone, they're like, I'm going to kill myself. You know, like, it's so... It's true, though. Yes. No, it's true, because yeah. it's
1: like, you, we... Well, we already said at the beginning, like, when you feed off of people, mm-hmm. like a vampire or something <laughs> like that, when you, like, feed off of people yeah. and they're not there... It's like you have nothing to replenish you. Yeah. And or it's like you could drink a hundred coffees and not wake yes. up. It's yes. just it's it's upsetting, but we're lucky that we have this comedy scene that like we all made a hundred best friends yes. in our first year moving here.
0: I mean I you told know? you this my very new embarrassing deep dark secret, which is I started a UCB class. Oh yeah. Um and you know what? Like literally all my comedy now friends were like secrets. <laughs> All my comedy friends like wanted to punch me in the face, but I stand by the decision because it's like getting up on stage, fucking around with a group of 16 weirdos, like at low stakes, like you do a bad scene, who cares? You do a good scene, who cares? Like, mm-hmm. and you know, I like, it's not like I'm going to like, do a bunch more or whatever but it's just like watering the plant that is me
1: i couldn't agree more and it's a weekly thing yeah that's guaranteed going to happen yes yes Yes. and it's like it's what i've been doing the equivalent of going to live shows to see other shows Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about being in them Mm -hmm. i'm talking just audience member go there support friends half the time i don't even tell them i'm coming i just like yeah just go which for everyone listening Okay, that's a, that's kind of rare for a comic to do. Because when you do shows and stuff, sometimes the last thing you want to do is go to a show. Or if you're a teacher, sometimes the last thing you want to do is help your own damn kids with their homework. You know what right. I mean? Because you're, like, right. kind of exhausted of it. But, like, the sense of community to feel, like, or reinforce that I still have a community. Like, UCP could not open soon enough. Yeah. I think... I think it's going to be great. Yes, I think a lot of people are going to have a a place to play again, and it's going to feel really good. And there's going to be a good vibe.
0: Yeah, and I just think like after the pandemic, I couldn't like maybe it'll open and there isn't like room for me or something, but Mm -hmm. I still I don't think I'll care the way that I did when I first moved from L. A. from New York York. to L. A. Because in New York, I like did the scene and got on the teams, and then when I moved to L. A. I was like, excuse me, hi, I'm here. Like, put me on the teams. And it took a sec for me to, like, find my place. And I took some classes. And I was resentful. I was like, I fucking did this already. Like, why do I have to do it again? Now a pandemic has happened. I'm like, I'm in a class. I did a bad scene. Who cares? Like, who? no ego about it. It's like,
1: who cares? It's also a great way to meet new people. Because I will say the one thing of the pandemic that's been um, tough is... Meeting new people because now we're all like a little scared to leave our social circles as much. Not everybody, but there's definitely been like we're a little more afraid of strangers than we once were. Like I notice at the grocery store, if like I go to somebody drops something and I go to help them with it, some people are like weirded out. I've touched sure. stuff. Do, do you know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm not criticizing that. Yes. Everybody can have their own comfort level, and there's definitely some things I appreciate now having more distance from people yes. in some circumstances. Obviously. But like, nonetheless, I just think like having a place to go like with other people that are like minded, like a class, or to go to a show, or when that theater opens is is gonna be saving us and hopefully a way to meet new people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, we have made one new friend, we Ryan, did. Ryan. Asher. Last week's we're obsessed guest. with her. We are obsessed we hung hung out with her. She's the funniest. Weekend. Yes. We had such an a good absolute time. Absolute
1: blast. I yes. stole her lighter. I didn't mean to. Oh no. <laughs> new and I'm coming clean about it Allison are yes, you happy now yes. <laughs> we
0: should we tell the full story of our hang yeah,
1: I, here's the thing <laughs> I told Norm let's let's get to the full disclosure of this podcast
0: yeah is that are we gonna get
1: arrested I told Norm I said I'm not broaching the subject because Allison and I have two very different paths and I mine is a, a little more reckless than yours. So, <laughs> the story coming from me is not going to be a surprise. I leave it in your hands. You kick it off and I, I'll I fill in the blanks.
0: Imagine what what repercussions could come. There's none, right? <laughs> but so we did mushrooms. Woo, wee, woo, wee, woo, woo, woo! Which I had never done before and it was funny because so we do them and I really didn't feel much of anything. Like we did them at 7, we hung out till 11. I didn't feel anything. Um, and then I get home with my lovely boyfriend, Nick, and I went insane. <laughs> I literally started... First of all, on the lift drive back, I started to feel it because I kind of... I was thinking of a sad thing and it stuck in my head. And I was like, why can't I shake this
1: sad thing? Oh, that's what you texted that, Ryan and that, I the next day.
0: Well, that yeah, that was the first thing. But then when we come up the stairwell of my apartment... I started to laugh. I couldn't stop. And it was like a snorting cackling. I was making sounds I'd never made before. I was just like, (laughs) like scary. And it lasted for many, many, many minutes. Like I laid down on the couch. Nick's like getting me some water, whatever. And then I like started like the lamp was coming at me. I was, I was truly speaking in poems. Oh yeah. I was just like, you know, I got this, like, hot as hell boyfriend. I said something about the mountains of his body. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Allison. Just, you know, it was it was very... And so it was interesting and cool, but if I'd have a glimmer of a sad thought, it would stick with me, and I was like, I don't know if the fun of this is worth the, like, m-
1: like moment of paralyzing anxiety. You know, it's... Um, every trip is different, mm-hmm. right? A couple of things to take in... Effect. So, what? Here's what happened from the outsider perspective. <laughs> here's what actually happened. We all split up the amount we were taking, and everybody took the half of the amount we had. And we were all like, "We're gonna take it. We're gonna wait. Everybody, yes, chill out, right?" And you set a timer, which was set late. So. <laughs> I know. Who knows how useful the, the is. timer was? Absolutely useless. <laughs> but you were like, "Oh, the timer! I forgot to set." And everyone was like, "What?" But whatever. <laughs> so you're like I'm not feeling anything we're outside you are yelling being like I'm on drugs but like you're saying it in sentences but like you keep you're talking so loud and Ryan looks at me Ryan goes she's so high and she doesn't even know it and I went I went oh yeah she's having a great time right now I went this is gonna be this is fun this is very fun then you took the other half and I went this is the worst idea I've ever seen in my life but really it did not hit you like you were buzzing, having fun. Yeah. And like you, and this is, I want to get to the sadness in a second from us, our perspective, you were having a great time and we're talking, everyone's talking to individuals. So it's fun. You know, everybody's really getting to know each other and everything like that. And then when we got the text the next day of you being like, Oh, I got home and, Blasted my Bl- brain, yeah, yeah, went absolutely nuts. I was like, okay, that that was the second half. That yes, took. yes. That, it that I also think in. people are kind
0: of talking about there was also some marijuana around,
1: and people That's are right. saying
0: like the interaction of that can you know amplify it or something. I don't know, but yeah,
1: no, no, no. De- I mean, it all a drink, anything that yes. you add on top of something else is yes. going to have an effect. Yes. But the sadness part that you're talking about, yeah. So I think it's it's. <laughs> Here comes another great reference that we already <laughs> mentioned a vampire. So a, a vampires feel everything times a thousand. Yeah. No matter what emotion it is. Yeah. So it's like I feel like because you naturally run hot on feelings, yes, you like you feel your feelings yes. they're right, they're on your sleeves, that's yes. how you are. Yes. That your natural brain that goes to that catastrophe yes snuck in for one second and then it amplified it as if you've been sad for five hours or something like that so i was i was bummed out to hear that the next day i was like god i hope she wasn't when you said you went home I was like I hope she wasn't like sad for 5 hours no, but then you yeah no, now I'm like, hearing yeah, it was like no, no, a, a, no. a mostly
0: or I was like giggling my ass off and then it yeah. was also like I'm a scientist <laughs> like and we are all riding the roller coaster of consciousness like very poor nick he was just like oh, okay the poor nick you had to
1: see this guy here oh nick he started a rave at the front <laughs> door so no one could enter or exit the house
0: i <laughs> 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 It hit him first and it I did. guess his response to it is like needing to move. Yeah. And he's also a wonderful dancer, which Great like how dancer. many straight men can you say that
1: about? Nobody complained. That was oh, the thing yeah. is that no one was like like you were like like oh yeah, he was really feeling it and everyone was like, Oh, we were loving every yes, second of it. Yes. Because it's like it's fun to see everybody having fun, and they're different experiences. But it, it hit him first, yes. and then it—you could slowly see it pop off, pop <laughs> off, and hitting everybody else, but mm-hmm. in like very different ways, mm-hmm. which is kind of why it was to me the perfect trip because, you know, we all don't know each other super. N- not, yeah, there's different parts that where we all know yeah. each other better, yeah. but as a group, it's not like we'd had all hung out before. Yes. This was our first hangout, and I said to Norm, I went. That is the most successful you are ever going to have that situation go. Yeah. Because it could have gone bad and then it's in front of strangers. Yes. And then now you're like, oh my God, everyone's judging me. Yes. And then we like actually lose our minds yes. in front of people. Yes. So I thought it was a huge success. Now I have a confession.
0: Tell so,
1: me. And, and uh, guys, get in the comments, tell me what you think. <laughs> I buy individual Gatorades for people because (laughs) I was like people are going to need to be hydrated I gotta get out my phone people are going to need need to be hydrated I was all about the Gatorades Ryan was yelling this is giving me life (laughs) (laughs) screaming at the top of her lungs this is giving me life so you leave and here it is I took a picture oh
0: my god Allison
1: left half of two thirds. -thirds. You're right. Two thirds. I'm being generous. (laughs) Two thirds of her Gatorade bottle leaves it at the house. So here's what happened. You guys leave. We were like, man, I can't wait to see. I said, you're going to be up all night. I mean, she's going to be up all night because and yes, and then sure enough. (laughs) But I was like, oh man, that was a blast. And then I look on the counter and I go, oh, Ryan, your Gatorade's here. And she went, please, I got my Gatorade with me right here. And then I was like, is this Allison's? And she was like, I guess so. And I was like, why would she come into my home and disrespect me <laughs> like i'm so Ryan sorry tries to take it and she goes i'll take it i love the stuff and i went "Brian, you can have your own try to drink your gatorade wow
0: well, i'm very i am sorry to have disrespected you it, and i Thank have you. to blame the drugs like i wasn't of it sound is the drugs mind. because
1: inside uh, if you were of sound mind would you not have taken the free oh, gatorade absolutely well alice and i have I'm bad so news sorry. we've got two more free ones in the fridge you can take yes. one with you today oh my God. sign me up sign me up <laughs> sorry about the bad news <laughs> now you have to drink more gatorade you don't even want it. I
0: want it. What would you I want do it? If I
1: would left it all on the counter warm and oh, then made you come back and zip it? it. i so Love mad at Love that passive aggression. No, I thought it was a great night. I it was really a great did. night. I'm glad we did it because my thing about like... And also, I do it years apart so when yes. you were like, I might not run to do it again I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> no I just want to like
0: look back on my life and be like, she lived like I did. And doing the occasionally dabbling with something new makes me go, I'm living life.
1: You know what though? You're so different from when we first met. Yeah. I feel like most when we me first met you were a bit of a scaredy cat oh yeah like a social scaredy cat yes or like a goody two show or something yes. and you i said to Norma, i went i gotta give allison credit the thing she'll say yes to like ah, good. the adult gymnastics taking oh, the yes. class like yes. i'll be like want to come here and you're like yeah sure like where yes. i'm like oh you don't know anyone and you're like yeah i'm in or i'll yes. come to your show like yes. you are to quote my own music literally saying yes to life
0: oh thanks you tr- like you that truly are you happy yeah yeah because i used to just be such a like narrowly focused workaholic which like served me but you burn out and you also especially in a creative field like when I struggle to have ideas, I'm like, oh, probably because I'm just looking at my computer all day. Like, well, now
1: you'll have all kinds of funny right, stories to talk about right, just based right. on that one night. Yeah. That's like a whole scene right there or mm-hmm. whatever,
0: right? A yeah. Script. So no, I try to like,
1: you know, have No, you're good chances. at it. Thanks. You're good at going places and you're good at meeting people and you're really good at follow through and creating Thanks. actual friendships. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I you have know no I mean? shyness
0: about pursuing a friendship. No. Some people have that, and for whatever reason, I'm just not insecure about it, which is good because, yeah, I'll just ask a person out. Somebody
1: has to, though, first. All my
0: closest friends, you, Alana, you you are Alana. Me and
1: Alana, you're only two friends. (laughs) You and
0: Andrew and Barry, all my closest (laughs) friends, I, like, sought you out. I was like, hi,
1: hello, I'm interested in friendship with you. I said, she made it easy. Why the hell not? Yeah. (laughs) You know what? This is the easiest friendship I've ever been in. We went on a hike. That was the end of it. And I also think, like, people get extra
0: nervous about it, like, in your 30s or whatever which I'm like oh all the like our new friend Ryan I've been like quite aggressive with and people are happy for it because I think they're not with between the pandemic and being older like it's not they're not
1: getting as many offers. it's hard to make friends and yeah. we are in LA yeah. we are in one of the loneliest places on the planet yes at least that I've ever been and I love it here but Damn, have I been running through the ringer here of like loneliness yeah. and people, yeah. like when, it, especially when I first moved here, people to hang out with and
0: totally. And like, yeah, I think yeah. adding the pandemic definitely makes it well, worse. Well, we had
1: not falling out, but, um, um, growing apart with friends of not seeing them over that time. And you kind of yes. realize like, oh, I guess we weren't as close as I thought we were. Right, right. Or, you know,
0: and, and also yet, like now all my closest friends are in serious relationships, which mm-hmm. is like great, but it can be very easy for them to be like, I get my socializing from my one partner. And like, okay, but like, I miss you, you know, like yeah. I, you know. Yeah. So that's
1: not, that's hard too, um, for people that, well, I, no, nobody's reported back to me on this. From what I would assume, starting a relationship in the pandemic would be really interesting or yeah. potentially hard because you started at just the two of you, and people's dynamics really change around their friends yes. and around their family and around their coworkers yeah. and the different like yes. sections of people in your yes. life and stuff like yes. that. So. It's like you have to re-enter society now with someone else that no one knows. Like one of my friends, you know her as well, had a boyfriend for like a year and I'd never met them. And right. I was like, this is madness. Yes. They, during the pandemic, I was like, this is madness. Yeah. In what world have I not met this? I know everything about them. You've told me all this. And I have not met this person. Right. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what world we're living in. Yeah. So, you know, I can imagine that it's like, you get used to that one person and if you get a lot of attention from them and then you go out and then they have to give attention to other people, even that would be an adjustment. Right. To be like, oh, you're talking to the other people. (laughs) But what if I say something?
0: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. No, totally. Um, but, uh, But I think like I've, you know, met my guy during the pandemic and I've found it like it was weird that in the first six months I felt like he'd only met my closest friends like here and there, mm-hmm. and so I really like like bringing him into the world. That's what I mean I though. You've
1: done a fantastic. That's why I'm like nobody's reported back saying anything's a problem, but right. I have. I do know people have said like, oh yeah, they haven't met anybody, or yeah, they haven't, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you've done a good job integrating him into the rest of your life without an oversaturation. I know. We can't bring them everywhere. There we have people, to have our limits. Sometimes
0: you have a friend where it's like, oh, now that you're in a relationship, I never see you by yourself. You're exactly. only- I'm like, okay,
1: get the fuck over it. I definitely make an effort in being with Norm to try to maintain the hangouts I was having yeah. previous to Norm as best as I can. And listen... I bring him around a lot or a lot of people come by the house. He's going to be here, whatever. Um, And I bring him to a lot of places because it's tough because he also works in comedy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, he also likes to make jokes and hang out and and can keep up. And everybody really likes him. But he's got to go do his own thing. Sometimes he goes to sports games or goes and does whatever that I want to go to. And I got to go do like my own thing because... I already feel like I lost my, so much of myself in the pandemic that yeah. like, I'm like Stella getting her groove back right now. Totally. I can tell you what. And then to lose it on top of that, to lose it because of a relationship that yeah. was happening that that kind of stuff would happen pre pandemic already with yeah. friends and stuff like that. It's like then what are we hanging on to? Here yes. <laughs> yes. I have not, like that pandemic. like that pandemic. You know this that pandem- pandemic <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Wait, which one? <laughs> That, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the one of the current pandemics. Um, it's really interesting what a number did. Like I think, oh back, my god! I think back to the first couple months when I stopped doing the podcast because I was like, I normally am a happy joyous person who has experienced a lot of things to bring me down but like I genuinely like to have a lot of fun and like whatever and I stopped doing the podcast the first couple months because I said to Norma I was like I can't be me nobody wants to hear it because it was so dark Mm -hmm. and down and sad Mm -hmm. and like I am grateful that we came back and kept going because I feel like everybody's honesty coming out of this, of the people that are really telling me the experiences that they had and Mm -hmm. catching me up and bringing me up to speed on stuff. I've really come to appreciate it's made me feel a lot closer with people. Like basically mono, um, uh who just did the patreon i it was his birthday him and nicole's birthday um and he had done my podcast and like we had such a good time he was like lady you have to come to my party yeah and i was like oh my god i'd love to and then the next day he texts me and he's like you gotta come do my podcast like you know what i mean i'm like but we talked when we talked we really got into it and we had talked like before or whatever and we were just talking about like you know the truth about everything and you just immediately feel closer and like yeah Again, just the reconnection, why I'm so excited for the theater. Just because then I can find people. Yes. No. We don't have a bar that you can, like, find anyone in. Yeah. Does and that make sense?
0: Humans are simple creatures that need, like, sunlight, other humans, food. <laughs> sunlight. Like, <it's> so- <laughs> We fool ourselves in this modern world. But it's What do like, you
1: think you need the most? Do you think it's human connection? Yes. Oh, my God. I want to wake up in a crowd. Like, yes.
0: <laughs> okay. I, more
1: than sleep, more than...
0: Sleep is definitely big, but that isn't, knock on wood, it's not, that's not hard for me. Okay. My only struggle with sleep is sometimes I'll wake up two hours before I need to and just, like, stare up at my ceiling Mid- and pick yeah. my life apart. Yeah. But, like, falling asleep has never been a problem. Um, sleep definitely affects me, but given that, like my schedule so freelancing now I generally get like seven eight hours of sleep a night which is great like you know but but yeah people to get me out of my head like that's what I need
1: I would say mine is down I would say mine is that I need downtime because as a kid when i was like run too ragged or doing too much or whatever i would have like full-on breakdowns because i couldn't uh-huh. manage my energy well enough mm-hmm. i gave a 100 percent for absolutely everything and like you cannot run at that level and not everything deserves and not everything most deserves things deserves don't it, but i was like this is what everybody wants of me right this is the land everybody wants to see like you... i will never forget okay <laughs> let's trash Let's trash an ex-boyfriend of mine, show Okay. You don't know this story. Okay. Well, you know this story. We went... I went to Vegas for my 30th birthday. Yep. Years back. Well, let's not give away how many years back, but... Went one to, year back. <laughs> one, I went to Vegas five years in the future. Okay. I went to <laughs> Vegas a couple years back for my 30th birthday, and... um we were all gonna do mdma mm-hmm. this was the last time i ever did it and i i will never go back to it again and this it was a totally fine trip but i was like i'm too old for this i can't yeah. do this anymore and it's all laced and terrible and dangerous yeah. yes <laughs> everyone please don't do it but anyways so before i was feeling like really stressed out that i was in the height of my eating disorder but nobody knew and like and like whatever and. I was just feeling really overwhelmed by like the whole thing. So it's like I was kind of quiet or like at one point I got like a little upset to myself, whatever. Anyways, while we were on drugs, I'm having a great time. We're hanging out. We're in this like private booth. While we were on drugs, my boyfriend at the time goes, see, this is the Atlanta everybody wants. Just uh, be happy. Uh, like, yikes! actually kill me. Because yeah. I was like... That was my fear my whole life is that if people saw the real me, they wouldn't want me. Right. My whole life, that was my fear. Hence why I never got close in my relationships, even in my friendships, having secrets, because if people knew the real me, they wouldn't want me. And it was like that, well, first of all, I was like, I'm never doing drugs again. But I was like, that moment was like, truly soul crushing. We broke up shortly after that. But that moment was like, truly, no, we didn't break up shortly after no, we did, like a couple months, but we were in separate cities anyway, yeah, yeah, so yeah, basically yeah. already broken Yeah,
0: him. yeah, that's bad on multiple levels, because for one, he doesn't realize, like, this is not the real you, you're literally on drugs. Exactly, and, and I'm like, so
1: you want me to be on Molly all the time? Right. That's what
0: you're asking? And even if you weren't on drugs and you were just in a happy mood, the pressure of being like, you're never allowed to have other feelings, is like, what?
1: It was so, that was such a toxic relationship. I learned a lot, glad I had it, but like... That was a really heartbreaking moment
0: of like... And that's funny because I was obviously close friends with you at the time, but I did not know that stuff. And I think because that was in a time when you held things close to the best and you wouldn't say... no. I was just like, oh,
1: Alana's boyfriend who's a musician. And, you know, like I didn't know, you know. And it's going to be so hard to like keep those secrets. It's so sad sometimes to look back at the stages Mm -hmm. in our life when we were so... So Bad scared. to ourselves and so scared, and or let the wrong people in, and like because totally. I feel like in my life right now, let me, I can honestly say, I have almost no toxic people in my life right yeah. now. There's one or two. What word shall I choose? <laughs> Maybe triggering friendships. Sure, sure. sure, sure. <laughs> Some people that can kind of set you off and. Maybe they don't even mean to, but you're like, ooh, you just hit a nerve sometimes. Yeah, 100%. Um, maybe one or two of those. Yeah. But like at that time, I had, I was surrounded by toxic people. Yeah. Some good ones too, obviously, who I'm still friends with. Like Like yes. Georgie like You know what I mean? A lot yes. of people I'm still friends with, but it's like there was some toxicity in there. Yes. And I was like, oh, I let it in because I was being so toxic to myself. I thought this is what I deserve.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Have you ever had
1: like, like what would you say would be your phase of life that- Would be closest to that of self. Well, yeah, I'm certainly.
0: I mean, the first thing I want to say is that I think what's so great about the relationship that I'm in is that I've had a couple of instances where I've really been in a, been really upset. Yeah. And he so is there for it and handles it that I'm like, oh, this is a keeper. Yeah. You know, like the fact, like, so
2: you can't hide who
0: you are right and if someone is down for that you're like okay great like great you know um but i mean that you remember there was we had a fateful hang about a year ago or no more than a year more than a year ago like june of 2021 where i don't um cool thing about me is i don't know how to clean and alana's a pro cleaner and (laughs) but is that a cool thing about me (laughs) It is.
1: Your house is lovely.
0: <laughs> and during the pandemic, I had moved into a place of my own. and
1: Beautiful place.
0: Yeah, I love my place. And previous to the pandemic, I, I would – it's not that I was, like, dirty. It's just, like, first of all, I would get a house cleaner once a month to, like, do the real cleaning. Yeah. And then I, like, had a dishwasher and stuff, but in my new place – because of the pandemic, I wasn't having a cleaner come and I didn't have a dishwasher. Just like, and it's like kind of an old place. So there's like dust and stuff. Yes, yeah, it piles up. You know how it goes. Yeah, so I invited you over to hang and there had been this like total fuck boy that had been in my life. And like, I just, the ways that I would throw myself under the bus for this fucking- Nothing. Nothing. Nobody. So, so like, when I would hang out with him, the- deep dark toxic emotional hangover i would have the next day was cripp- like i it would take me a couple days to get over
1: like what i had done to myself yeah you you were so fixated on what he was on paper of like, he has this, he's good looking, he has... That. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a checklist almost. Like, we all do when we start dating somebody that, like, you were not seeing, like, the How actual way you were treating. being treated. Yes,
0: and it totally, like, I... Terrible you know, guy. as... Yeah, like, I put him up on a big pedestal. And I think that comes from, like, putting my parents up on a pedestal and... I really felt not good enough for him. And it was just sort of this, like, addictive thing of anytime I would get a crumb from him, I'd be like, oh, maybe I am good enough. And yeah. it was that. I was trying to prove okay, that well, I was Okay, he was good leading enough. you on, though, Oh, Allison. for sure. Like, you were... Oh, and for yeah, when I finally... You were being told tales out of school. Oh, yeah. yeah. And when I finally, like... Uh, was like, oh God, I can't do this anymore. For the next fucking year, he would still reach out to
1: me. Or like your messages and yeah. DM you and, and stuff, so, I remember. But that, yeah, when I look back on that, I'm
0: like, I'm not mad at myself, which I, at the time, I was very mad. At, I'm not mad at myself. I just feel bad for a past self.
1: Exactly. I'm not mad at myself. for When we first broke up, I was mad. I was like, what a fucking waste of my time. And I, you know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, oh, like how embarrassing, almost how embarrassing. Yeah. Especially because for, for me, well, you had it a bit too, but none of us ever met your guy. Yeah. But it's like, for me, it was like people were texting me when word got out that we had broken up and they were like, I fucking hated that guy. Uh. I was, that, it was like satisfying, but embarrassing. Totally. Mortifying. Yes. I dated the guy nobody liked. Yeah. And he of course, he was a yes. musician. When he, yes. <laughs> like, yes. sorry yes. to the listeners out there who are, <laughs> but you're all out of your minds. Your tools. Uh, yeah, your total tools. Sorry about that. Um, but with your guy, it was so frustrating because I had not met him. Right. So I
0: also another huge red
1: flag. Huge <laughs> red flag. <laughs> Where I was like, I haven't met this person for a year. What's happening? Yes. He wasn't a year, but like, whatever. It and it was like I hadn't even met him. I'm only ever hearing one side. It was like you were you would talk about him almost <sighs> like a resume or something like yeah. that. But then you'd be like he hasn't texted me. I haven't heard from. And you were like, like shit. talks treat- about <laughs> other women, like
0: he's gonna date them." And I'm like, "Cool, cool,
1: cool." Oh my god, you're right. That was the thing that really he pulled the rug out. He's he was terrible. He was, but like now, look, it's you know oh, yeah. sometimes the trash is worth it because then you get it the treasure. No,
0: absolutely. I have so much more gratitude for my man that be, because. I was through this trash man.
1: I am happy for my trash and here's why. He really <laughs> kept me single or in the dating world for a long time before then I found the partner to be with because... I'm, I don't regret the experiences that I had. I'm glad that I got to have them. Sometimes I wonder, and a lot of people do this and it totally works out. I mean, our parents and stuff meet really young. yeah, And then they get together and they stay together and it goes great. Your parents, they're great. My parents are great. Kind of, they have similar stories in school and stuff like that. And, um, anyways, um, but when you meet somebody later in life and you go through all those like terrible people, it made me almost feel more sure that it was norm. Yeah. Like. Maybe if I'd met somebody younger, maybe after ten years, I'd be like, "Well, I met them when I was so young, and I met all these other people." But now I'm like, and even like in your situation, I'm not saying you're getting married right away or anything like that. But I'm just trying to say you're in a relationship, you're comfortable in it, you're really enjoying it right yeah. now, it's going well, and everything. Yeah, you know that because of this fucking trash bag. So
0: and <laughs> thank so God many for the trash. trash bags. And yes, totally. No, yeah. sometimes you need because I definitely feel like I look at in my career like different failures or things that didn't work out sure. and. I think they make me more empathetic to other people because I think if like, because I think growing up I was like a straight A student and did well in school and, and I think that made me a little bit of a bitch because I was like, shit's easy. And <laughs> then when I got my ass handed to me in various ways, I was like, oh, maybe things are hard and like don't be so competitive and judgy. Like yeah, yeah. You know? It's,
1: but that's, you know... That's not your fault. Like the way that we were as kids, so much of that was like the influence from our parents yeah. and stuff. It's not like you were a baby and you were like, put me in class. <laughs> Maybe you were. If anyone would be, it would be was. It was me. It was if, me. If, if anyone, it would be yes. you. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we are under the influence of our parents yeah. and and including uh, seeing and witnessing their relationship yeah. where we're like, I have to meet the love of my life and then we have to do this and then oh, we have yeah. to have four kids because both our family has four kids you know what I mean? And you totally. think it has to be this way. And for so long, I, th- I felt like the black sheep and like, I can't make relationships work and I'll never get married and I'll never whatever because such an example was set. And yeah, I was almost meant to not feel shame, but I think if my parents found out how many people I've been with, <laughs> I-, I think they would be so oh, I'm yeah. sure they, my parents they can try to be guess, like but like they would be devastated. <laughs> They would be devastated. They truly yeah. would. But I'm it's like. It's just a fucking different time. It's and a just a different, different time. And I'm so happy. Oh I'm yeah. i had this one.
0: Oh totally. You know what I mean? I also think that like. There's something to. I'm very grateful to have like to have parents that are still together. But I also think there's like a level at
1: which that fucks you up too. It does fuck you up because then you, it's like gives you this like perfectionism complex oh, Yeah, because they're like, see, we have a healthy relationship and we have all these kids and look it's at all perfect this stuff. And it can and, be done. And why haven't you done it? Exactly. And we're united front forever. And yes, we did it right. <laughs> totally. I <laughs> was like, like cool, I put,
0: <laughs> I put a romantic relationship on such a pedestal. I was like, I have to find the one. It has to be for forever. Like, yeah. da da da. Like like there isn't much divorce at all in my family. And mm-hmm. so the idea of ever getting divorced is so like scary to me, even though it's like fifty percent of married like like it just, you know, it's funny how I don't know, the so-called good version can also fuck you up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because any any version can because it just feels the pressure to either be that or be the exact right, opposite right. of that. There's no yeah. And that's a lot.
0: And so much of it like we don't account for like Life, we really can't compare ourselves to our parents because life is so different.
1: It's not even there's no, uh, I mean, if they were, were not alive, alive now, they'd be
0: in the same situation. Yeah, I mean, not alive, they are alive, oh but my. if they were dated, they were our age. My yeah. parents suck.
1: <laughs> no, my dad was cool. My dad went to bars when he was like 15. He grew <laughs> up in a real kind of Little small, trashy town type nice. thing. And like, yeah, he was like so cool and had a motorcycle. My yes. mom was like, I don't know English. And I was yeah, like, all right, mom, yes. you need a better story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. It just. Yeah. It's so funny when my mom would talk to me about dating because I was like, "You literally never went on a date in your oh, life. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Are you nice you have try. no idea no idea what you're talking no about? I, it was my dad that once gave me the best advice. I had it was my first high school. Well, my first like real boyfriend of like a high school boyfriend, like, you know, someone's your boyfriend and, but you don't talk to them and <laughs> you see the ones every three weeks <laughs> yeah. passing by you in the hall and you're like, we're in love. <laughs> but this was like the first one I was like, um, 17. This is who I lost my virginity to. Uh-huh. This was like, Ooh, brag. Ooh. Ooh. But anyways, um, I, we were like about to break up or like, Oh, I didn't know if we were breaking up or not. Something like that. And I was upset. My dad had picked me up after school, and he was like, well, what's wrong? And I was, like, kind of explaining the situation to him. And I was like, I just don't know. And my dad was like, well, and it's simple. You either love him or you don't. Mm. And I was like, touche, Mikey mm. J. Hello. Mm. But it was like, I believe him because he had so much dating experience. And he said when he met my mom, he was they were best friends. And he was mm. like, yeah, this is this is it. Mm-hmm. And Norm and I have had the exact opposite story. I made sure we were enemies because like I said, you either do the exact same thing as your parents or you do the exact opposite as your yeah. parents. And I made sure we were enemies. <laughs> I told, I was telling Kirby that story at the party. Oh, she yeah. Was like, Who
0: P.S. looked gorgeous. I mean, she's always Can gorgeous. Can we even but talk about how good she looked? About- she had the
1: right summer outfit. Oh, my God. Was I just was like, like the right accessories. Sh- let me live with you. You're so. Oh, my so- God. I couldn't even believe it. I was captivated. She lives with her boyfriend now. She just told me so. Sorry. Fuck. We, there goes that okay <laughs> fuck I'm really I already get my notice at my place <laughs> i if you're gonna move in, in with anyone move in with me I tried to make you sleep here on the weekend I would love that I maybe you. you
0: me and Ryan I'll move in together
1: oh Ryan and I are too loud no
0: you know it was <laughs> in, I was like we're you too guys loud are, we got each other round, yes it was funny
1: it was very funny but I said to Norm again the energy thing I was It's. it works against me like I can't help it. It's like, if people are having fun, I'm like, I like fun. (laughs) And if someone's being loud, I'm like, I want to be loud too. And it's not like out to out loud you to get the attention. I'm like, I want to do exactly what you're doing. Because you are having the best time right now.
0: Yes. And it's like, in most situations, I'm like, the loud emotional one, but when I'm around you two, it's like I'm a quiet little church mouse <laughs> or something. You guys are next level.
1: Well, Ryan is such a character. So funny. I mean, even on the episode so... that we did, and we had real deal talk, but oh she is a God. character. I mean, she truly Just is. Just unreal.
0: Why doesn't everyone like know about her and what like she's the funniest person? You
1: guys watch out because Ryan's going to be, and out. she's too humble to talk about it, but it's like she's, Just watch out. She's going to be explosive. She's Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She's like, and and she's going to come out of what seems like nowhere and we'll be like, no, she was here the whole time. But like, that's exactly what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Because she's like, and that is one friend cannot be jealous of. Oh, can't, yeah. be ge- can't be jealous of her. I am, I- I'm in awe of her.
0: <laughs> it is nice to like, when I would, you know, if I met her when I was 22, I'm sure I would be jealous. Oh my God, I would have hated her guys. I would have been like, get out, like There's she's no, not I that I have funny. a whole
1: list of people I did hate at 22 yeah. and now meeting later in life, I would have hated at 22. Yes. And I just, um, don't put that down. Um, I just was listening to a book about writing books. It's called um, Bird by Bird, about like writing a novel, like tips and stuff like that. And. um, Are you writing a novel? I am. It's called How to Have Self Esteem. Oh my God. I'm already up to 15 pages. Oh my (laughs) God. I am writing a book, but um, yeah, it's very slow, but it's based on all the songs as chapters and like where they all came from and the life lesson that I learned. Yeah. um, yeah, like one of the chapters is like, you know, when in a pinch or no, when you're backed in a corner corner, fake a pregnancy scare. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, you know, you gotta have fun with the chapters. Obviously. But anyway, so I'm reading listening to this audiobook. That's why I told you the two audiobooks, the one you sent me and yes, this one. Yeah. So these are my two audiobooks. And um, she has a chapter further in about jealousy of coworkers. Yeah. Because she was like, I'm a published author, but my friends are wildly more published and known authors than I am and stuff like that. And, like, it was so great, one, to hear other people talk about jealousy and it shows it's in every field. Like, these are quiet writers. And she was like, oh, we're a lot more malicious than you think we are. Like, it was that was, like, really cool to me that I was yes. like, okay, so it's not just me who's, like – loud and desperate for attention. It's like yes. the quiet people are also desperate for attention. Yes. Yes. So, okay, I don't feel so like like an egomaniac. But it was just one of those things where they were like, you just have to free yourself and create distance. So I'm like, 22-year-old me would not know that I need to create distance and focus on myself. So I would just be insanely jealous. Now, because I know how to take a step back and say it's not about me Right. and make that distance, I can now let people into my life and just enjoy, enjoy them
0: totally and the other thing is that it's like um when you're like your most y- you and I'm my most me and she's her most her like we we might have some similar sensibilities but we're we are different and we have different strengths exactly and so it's really not a competition and she's gonna soar at this thing over here and you're gonna do great at this
1: other you, thing you can't you can't compare
0: yeah you really can't another I remember once my little brother, he was has interesting takes on things. Right out of college, I was, like, trying to do musical theater. And my two best friends, um, Barry and Rachel, they had, like, landed uh, an audition with this fancy Broadway casting director. Wow. And I was like, Ugh, like, they're going to be on Broadway tomorrow and it's all going to happen for them and blah, blah, blah. And my brother, My brother said the funniest thing, which he was like, Allison, people are getting opportunities all the time that you don't know about. You're only jealous of this one because you know them. Yes! Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're not, we're not over here jealous of Jennifer Lawrence because she's not in our world. Yeah. And so if it's just, you're sort of arbitrarily being like, oh, if my friend over here gets this thing, you think other people are going... And Atlanta didn't,
1: you know, like, yeah. no one's thinking about that. It's and- so small scale, like the Canadians even do it. We're like right. Canadians would be jealous of other Canadians. And I'm like, guys, it's the Americans I would worry about. Right, like, they've right. already been here. They're knee deep in it. We are yeah. not like I'm like, and even then to be worried about Americans, I go, who do you think is going to give you the opportunity? Like you you have to be with the people your peers and stick with them right? And be friends with them and just focus on making fun things with them and being friends with them and genuinely being happy for people. Because if you exude that joy, it's going to come through in totally. your work. It means you're doing better work, means you're going to be more positive to be around. And that's how people get fucking jobs. A
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Like it is really like, don't try to beat them, join them. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, I put Ryan in like this thing when I like Came across her, I was like, "This girl's so funny." and I started putting her in things, and I was like, "Good for me!" Like, she's gonna make my thing better, and you know, like, same with you. It's like
1: it's it's like it's using someone in the most flattering way possible, where you're like, "I'm gonna give you this opportunity because it only makes me look like a fucking genius," and then it's an opportunity for you, and it's gonna make like give you whatever cred or whatever, give you a paycheck or like or even just an opportunity, like when. Um, we did your play, uh, play, your script, well, whatever, script read, whatever anybody wants to call it. Sometimes movies are plays, but, um, uh, and then Ryan and I saw it at your premiere and we were like, Oh my God, it's you. It's like, okay, you gave someone an opportunity and now you made a new friend and your friend made a friend. Yes. Yes. You, you know what i mean yes. and then and then who knows what work goes later because she does want to do the speed walkers. she even made a point to say when she left she's totally. like i'm gonna follow up with the guy she's the so speed good walkers. at social
0: media stuff which i've never been good at i'm like maybe i can learn from oh my her. god 100
1: i'm hopping on that yeah. and it's gonna be a really funny sketch yes. i think it's gonna be really funny yes okay allison oh we are right on time we are nearing Woo. the end of the podcast we both started out okay Let's give the full backstory. Like you said, the original recording yes. was about a four. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. And we're gonna, we're gonna call that the mistake record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mistake record was a four. Lock it in the vault, burn it. Lock it in vault. the vault, burn it, release it on the Patreon. Uh-huh. Um, now we started at seven, I believe. Yeah. Where are we feeling now? I'd say eight point five. Fuck it. I will join you exact, actually, because one. Like I said, I want to be feeling and doing exactly what you're feeling and doing. Yeah. Two, I feel like we got to get into some stuff, but yeah. it like I feel like we also were able to be like, compliment each other or recognize or point out like um, accomplishments that we have like made over the years. Yeah. And sometimes you taught me this, sometimes you got to look back on your own resume yeah. and go, oh, I have done something. Yes. So in this conversation, even now, like what you said about the secret keeping, I'm like, yeah, she's right. I used to. And look at me go now. I tell the truth. And like, you know what I mean? And I'm, I don't know, that just made me feel so good because yes. sometimes I forget that. Yeah, no. Little things like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's
0: really important to like look back and be like, oh, look how far I've
1: come. Allison, we talked about it on the Patreon. We did not talk about it on the main feed. Tell us about the film and where we can find it. Oh, sure, film. Because yeah. we don't, only on the Patreon, we talked about it.
0: I made this short um, called Training Wheels that you can find on my Vimeo or on this YouTube channel on Leto. It's called, if you just search Training Wheels, Allison Rich. Um, I'm very proud of it. It went to Sundance, which is very exciting. So yeah, check that out. And like, uh, I post stuff on Instagram, not that much, but that's kind of where like the latest stuff is.
1: Well, the, and the latest stuff is... Adult gymnastics.
0: That's really the thing. I'm Follow making a career transition at 35 gymnastics to the, straight to the Olympics.
1: <laughs> Turns out all you had to do was post one video and And, they, the call Olympics, you, uh, and they call Carrie you Carrie Strug <laughs> goes, hello. <laughs> we got her. Um, Allison, this has been an absolute treat. That's and that's stick around for the soda water or the Gatorade for the road. <laughs> Woo! Believe in yourself. Believe in your body.